Chapter number 35 of The Border Bandits. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shashank Jakmola. The Border Bandits by J.W. Beale. Personal Characteristics of the James Boys. Singular as it may appear, there is scarcely a single feature of similarity in the character of the James brothers. Frank James is a man of more than ordinary education, and his manners show some effort at refinement. He is very slim, and not more than five feet six inches in height, and weighs about one hundred and forty pounds. He has blue eyes, very light hair, and usually wears a shortly cropped full beard and straggling moustache of a pale reddish colour. His face is peculiar in shape, being broad at the forehead and tapering abruptly from the cheekbones to the chin, which is almost pointed. In his motions he is neither naturally slow nor quick, but at times he affects either. His cunning and coolness are remarkable, and to compare the two boys in this respect would be like comparing the boldest highwayman with the lowest sneak thief, so great is Frank's superiority. In the matter of education, Frank has improved his opportunities and is a student, being a lover of books and familiar with the different phases of life. He has murdered many men, and yet he is not destitute of mercy and finds no gratification in deeds of blood. He has tried to imitate the traditions of Claude Duval, whose fictitious adventure Frank has read, until he can repeat them like the written narratives. Jesse James is a strongly made man standing five feet ten inches in height and will weigh one hundred and sixty-five pounds he has brown eyes dark hair and is of a nervous temperament jesse's peculiarity is in his eyes which are never at rest in his youth jesse was troubled with granulated eyelids from which he has never fully recovered which is seen in the constant batting of his eyes and a slight irritation of his lids besides this marked peculiarity the first joint of the forefinger on his left hand is missing. He usually wears full whiskers of apparently one month's growth. His education is very limited, barely enabling him to read and write. He is revengeful in his nature, always sanguine, imperious, almost heedless. It is due to Frank James's strategy and Jesse's desperate bravery that the latter has not long since been punished for his crimes. In deeds of violence, Jesse finds especial delight, and in his entire nature there is not a trace of mercy. It is asserted by those who know them best that Jesse and Frank are only half-brothers, having the same mother, but that Jesse's father is a physician in Clay County. What truth there is in this report, the writer does not assume the responsibility of confirming, giving it only as the assertion of many prominent men of Clay County. On one occasion, so George Shepherd relates, while Jesse and Frank were dining with their mother, with Shepherd as a guest, a dispute arose over a trivial matter in which the brothers became very angry and drew their pistols. Mrs. Samuels made no effort to interfere, and the difficulty terminated without a fight. In the row, Frank told Jesse that he knew they were not brothers, to which assertion neither Jesse nor Mrs. Samuels made any reply. It is well known among the confederates of the James boys, and it has been so declared by Shepherd, the younger boys, and Cummings, that there was no love between Frank and Jesse, 
and Shepard told the writer that instead of Frank avenging the attack on Jesse at Short Creek, he would applaud it. Going still farther, Shepard said that at his last meeting with Frank, two years ago, the latter declared he would kill Jesse if he ever met him again, that Jess, as he called him, had tried to have him, Frank, ambushed and captured in Texas, and that was not the first time Jess had played the stakes to have him murdered. The fact of Jim Cummings' association with Frank James in the robbery of the Mammoth Cave stagecoaches gives color of truth to Shepard's declaration that he killed Jesse James near Galena, or to Cummings' statement that Shepard's shot, while not killing Jesse, had paralyzed his brain and destroyed his mind. Frank James was married to Miss Annie Ralston of Jackson County in September 1875. The marriage was one of those romantic episodes which brought great sorrow to Mr. Ralston, an industrious farmer living eight miles from Kansas City. Miss Annie was but a schoolgirl whose reading of dime novels had so far impaired her judgment as to make her long for the association of a hero. Her meeting with Frank James was accidental, but she had read of his exploits, and he was her idol. Annie left her home clandestinely and met Frank James many miles from the old homestead. A Baptist minister performed the ceremony, and the outlaw and his now ostracized wife went into the shadows of cave and forest, severing the bonds which bound them to society and civilization. When Mr. Ralston learned of the desperate step taken by his daughter, he was almost crazed with grief. He went direct to Kansas City, and with eyes suffused with tears, begged Judge Mumford of the Times to prepare for him and publish an article which would relieve him of the stigma which might attach to him by the error of his daughter. Mr. Ralston was anxious the public should know that he never had any association with the outlaw and that, though Annie had been a child who had filled his heart with love, yet her alliance with the highwaymen had banished the very memory of her from the fond heart which would know her no more. Such an article did appear in the Times, and, if Mr. Ralston ever reconciled to his bandit son-in-law, his neighbors never learned the fact. Jesse James was married to his cousin, Miss Zerelda Mims, in the autumn of 1874, at the home of his mother in Clay County. Miss Mims was an orphan who had lived with a married sister in Kansas City. Being of age, there was no one to criticize her act, and she stepped across the threshold of prescribed citizenship to share the perils of an outlaw's life. The peculiar profession followed by Jesse and Frank James has prevented them from having any permanent residence, and their wives have been compelled, in a measure, to lead a life of seclusion, travelling from place to place, concealing their identity, and experiencing few pleasures because of the constant anxiety to which they are subjected. It is understood that Frank is the father of two children, and Jesse finds consolation in two little boys and a baby girl. The outlaw brothers make affectionate husbands and loving and indulgent fathers. End of chapter number 35